0: Welcome to Soul with Jesus. As you listen to this word today, believe that it will elevate and equip your spirit. Do consider sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Come, let us take part in the word together. Greetings, greetings, greetings. It's my great joy to greet you all in the wonderful, and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to take this opportunity to thank our Father in heaven for His grace and mercy. Surely, the hand of the Lord is upon us and He is guiding us, protecting us and leading us for His name's sake. I pray today, the presence of God will invade your lives. Your questions will be answered, your sicknesses will leave, your struggles will come to an end. I pray that it shall be a brand new season for your life. Please allow me to share something from the word and I would want you to turn your Bibles to the book of Isaiah chapter 30 and verse number 19 onwards this passage is about the gracious nature of god how god is gracious and how the lord waits for us very rare passages of the bible where the lord is waiting for us for the people shall dwell in zion at jerusalem he's writing about a decision that some people are making he is focusing on people's decision of dwelling in Zion at Jerusalem and then he is mentioning a blessing attached to it. For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem, you shall weep no more. What a blessing it is when you decide to make Zion your dwelling place, when you intentionally choose and decide to dwell in a particular place of worship, there is a reward, there is a blessing attached to it. And the blessing is the Lord will take away your tears. You shall weep no more. Is that a prophetic word for somebody? I pray that as you embark on this journey and you decide to dwell in this place of worship, a place which is like Zion in the sight of the Lord, a place of encounters, a place of intimacy with Jesus. As you decide to dwell in this place, I promise you, the Lord will help you. The Lord will change your story. The Lord will shower His blessings upon you. And going forward, please allow me to read. It says like this, You shall weep no more. He will be very gracious to you. (laughs) Not just gracious, but He will be very gracious to you. At the sound of your cry, when He hears, He will answer you. People of God, He will be very gracious to you. He will hear your cry. He will answer your prayers. May the prayers of saints be answered. Prayers made by people in this place which is known as Zion will be heard by God, will be answered by God. It's a blessing, child of God. It's a blessing. Verse number 20. And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, there is a deep message that the Lord wants to give to His bride. He's talking about the bread of adversity and water of affliction. Yes, there can be a season in your life where the Lord allows the bread of adversity and water of affliction. Yes, there can be painful moments. Yes, there can be seasons that suffocates you. Yes, there can be seasons in your life wherein you feel blocked, rejected, outcasted, lost, betrayed, wounded, left out. You might feel that you have no clue about your life. You might feel that you're surrounded with closed doors. Yes, there are seasons and, and patches in our lives that forces us to eat the bread of adversity and drink the water of affliction. And when he's talking about some people choosing to stay in Zion and he's saying that I'm going to wipe their tears, he's actually talking to the group of people who are going through the season of adversity and affliction, yet choosing to stay in Zion, yet deciding not to give up on their faith. Child of God, the best thing you have done is that you did not give up on your faith. The best thing you have done for your life and for your generations to come is that you did not give up on the plans and promises of God. And now he's saying, as you decided to stick in Zion at Jerusalem, I am wiping your tears forever. And I'm going to bless you so much that you will not even remember your painful moments. And then he's saying something critical. He's saying, though the Lord gives the bread of adversity and the water of affliction hear me, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore, but your eyes shall see your teachers. This this is so interesting to me. He is talking to a group of people and he's saying, your placement is important. Your decision to be in that location is very critical. You are planted by the Lord in a house and now the Word of God is saying you're deciding to stick in Zion. Brilliant. I'm going to wipe your tears. Awesome. But then he's saying you have to understand when you go through adversities and afflictions, you don't need prayers of your pastor. Because when we fall in adversities and afflictions and when we are going crazy about our breakthroughs, first thing you want to do is to go to 77 pastors in the city and ask their prayers. You go to all the crusades, you go to all the conventions, all the prayer meetings, and, your, and, and the statement that, that is ready to come out of your mouth is, Pastor, pray for us. None of God, pray for us. Yet... The Bible that you believe in is saying when you are going through adversities and afflictions, what you need is not a praying pastor, what you need is a teaching priest. Because your breakthrough is not just in his prayers, your breakthrough is in his teachings. Because most of the times when you mature as a Christian, See, when you were a young lad in the Lord, when you started your journey, God was too much favorable. He was favoring you so much that even when you were not educated in the word, yet things were moving, things were happening because you were a kid, you were a child. But then the Lord expected you to mature and then understand that it's not just the prayers of your pastors that can unlock breakthroughs, but it is your growth. It is your elevation. It is your understanding. It is you working on yourself. It is you who is now not depending on external prayers, but now it is you who is, who is working on yourself and using the word of God to become something so that you can be transformed, so that you can be transfigured, so that you become a mature child of God who knows what is to be done in the times of affliction. So there are times we think prayers of our leaders are enough, yet the Lord says, I will build a house and I will not just keep praying pastors there, they will pray, but I will primarily place teaching priest, because it is the word, it is the teaching that brings us out of Egypt. It is the word, it is what is supposed to be done. It is tailor-made teachings for our lives that helps us to see the open doors, that helps us to open the door, in fact. Are you with me? The word of God is so beautiful. He's saying, when you are eating this bread of adversity, when you are drinking the water of affliction, what I'm going to do is, I'm not going to hide your teachers. They will not be cornered. Your eyes will see them. What is the Lord trying to say in this passage? He is trying to tell us. It is the teaching. It is the word. It is the voice of the shepherd. It is the help that comes in the form of directions. And then the Lord wants to see our our obedience. The Lord wants to see our faith. Are we ready to grab to this passage for this season? The Lord is saying, I'm not going to hide your teachers. This blew my mind when this came to me. And I was like, Lord, so many times Christians When they are in trouble, they are facing challenges in life, they want prayers. Yet the breakthrough is not in prayer. Prayer makes you strong. Prayer gives you hope. Prayer protects you from the trap of the enemy. Prayer solidifies your spirit. But it is the direction of the word. It is the teaching that comes from heaven. It is the, the, the valuable, priceless, precious gold biscuits that comes out of the mouth of your teaching priest that you hold on to when it comes to you on Sunday morning, when it comes to you on a weekday service, when it comes to you through a WhatsApp group message, when you hold on to it, when you chew it, when you walk on it, when you obey it, that word, that teaching takes you out of adversity and affliction that converts the bread of adversity and the water of affliction into the the bread of angels and the water of life. It is the teaching. It is the word and the teachings. I pray that you will value the teaching priest that is kept for you. But somehow we have created this image in our hearts that if my pastor is available, anytime I call him, any birthday party, any anniversary, ah, he is the best pastor. Wherein, he can be best according to us. Yet when the Lord looks at the earth, he is not entrusted in how much calls I can pick up but he's entrusted in what I can give and what can be taken from me that can be used by a generation because when they look at their man of God, they are not looking at him as a punching bag, as a stress buster. Oh, because I am overwhelmed today, I need to call my pastor and pour out my heart and I want somebody to listen to me and I can't trust anybody in the city, so my pastor is the safest place and I'll call him and I'll tell him, I won't even ask him if he's busy, but I'll make sure I take 45 minutes and I speak what I have to. No, 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 no. I think we are missing something. We need to understand that God has kept someone who can just speak one line, one statement that comes out as a direction and that teaching can take you out of adversity and affliction. I leave that like this, but I just wanted to show you the heart of God. When you choose to live in Zion, when you choose to live in the house of the Lord, the Lord promises that even if it is few seasons of crying, I will wipe your tears, you will cry no more. Yes, you can go through rough patches. Christians do go through rough patches. But rough patch cannot be the entire life. It can be a short season. The Lord wipes the tears. He'll be very gracious to you. He will hear you. When you are placed in the right place, he will hear you. But when you are placed in the right place, you have to have the right mindset. You have to have the right mindset. Never look at your pastors and say, Ah, I can buy them. I think I can tell my pastor what better he can do. Sure, he's humble, he'll listen to you. But you missed your blessing. Always know that you have to value the words that are coming out of your teaching priest because that contains the power to pull you out of any adversity, any affliction, any wilderness, any desert, the word that comes out of the Father in the form of a blessing can convert your desert into a garden. So, I pray that you will understand the importance of this word. I might not even know you, you might not even know me, we have not met, but yet no. The Lord wants to use each one of you. But whoever will humble themselves and get rooted and understand how the kingdom protocols work and how the hierarchy of the kingdom works, you shall see the blessing of the Lord. You shall see the blessing of the Lord. Can I quickly read one more verse and then pray for you all? Verse number 21 says, Your ears will hear a word when When you will see your teachers, then you will hear the word. See, we've been quoting this verse all our lives that uh, our ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn into the right hand or whenever you turn to the left, we all know this verse. But guess what? Why don't we listen? Why don't we hear? Because first we have to see. First, we have to acknowledge, first we have to submit, first we have to give the honor where it's due. First, we have to establish ourselves in a particular location, we have to be faithful. Hey, people of God, can I ask you something? Where is loyalty today in the kingdom of God? Why loyalty is not celebrated? Why it's so easy for someone to change the church? Uh, It's a church, we're not changing diapers. eh? You know, you you take a plant out of a pot and keep changing the pots every week, that plant will dry up and die. Why? Because you're not giving that plant to get strong roots. It has to stay there, even if in adversity but i am speaking to a loyal generation can i hear an amen you will hear the voice from behind directions protection it will keep you on track as long as you see your teachers this is your this is your bible i'm not creating any indian doctrine out of it this is your bible that in your adversity in your affliction I will make sure your teachers are in front of you. Ah! Powerful! Because when they'll teach you, you'll come out of it. And when you are being taught by them, these are the voices that you will hear. So I pray that the Lord is touching each one of you. The Lord is eliminating the season of weeping in the name of Jesus. If you believe that, shout an Amen. If you want to rise up, rise up. If you want to lift up your hands, lift up your hands. You're not listening to a man, but we are together in this prayer. Our spirits are connected. Mighty things are happening right now. You shall be rooted in the name of Jesus. No plan of the enemy will succeed against you. I expose the plans of the enemy in your heart. May you reject it. May you denounce every attachment to the attack of the enemy in your life. You are free child of God in the name of Jesus. May you sow like an eagle. May strength come upon the weak. May the poor get rich. I break every generational limitation. I break every financial stress in the name of Jesus. May you be taught well. May you receive well. May you adopt the word of God. May you translate what you hear and make it a revelation of your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray that there shall be a hundredfold blessing. Father, I pray they will lack nothing. No one who is listening to me will lack anything in life in the mighty name of Jesus. And let God's people say, Amen. Amen and Amen.